Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the unprecedented podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Have you been vaccinated? <laughs> you better have been, John, because at my small business here, we're requiring 100% vaccination. I exactly. just want you to know. We know who's um, been naughty and who's been nice. Just so you folks know, listening, the, the unprecedented podcast is 100%, 100% vaccinated. 100% vaccinated, and then some. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if they have anything else they can stick in my fucking arms, I'd like them to. Just, oh, I don't I, care. I mean, it you know, really like, is kind of amazing, the difference, because literally, like, everybody I know is like, I can't wait to get my booster. Oh, my God. I'm you know? like, you know, can I, I, I want to, like, have a cocktail with it, you know, yeah. maybe sit there and have some good bourbon. And, um, and then schedule yeah. my next booster, too, at the same time. I'm like, just uh, you keep know, shooting him in my arm. Like, so like obviously, folks, we're joking. The, 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 the big headline is that um, Joe Biden, our president, finally had no fucks left to give. Yep. Um, and, and did what we've all he came the kind to of Kathy thing Griffin of presidents. Yes. He didn't quite <laughs> chop off fucking guy's head, but he, he kind of did, he, though, didn't he? Well, but more these fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. More he came and he said, look, we're not going to be ruled by the 20 to 30 percent of fucking authoritarian morons out there. Yeah. The, the ones that think everyone, every baby should get an assault rifle, that think they should have control over every woman's body, that think that, you know, I mean, you know, people point this out again and again. It's the same subsection that is controlling our country, yeah. in, in not necessarily you know completely, Cliff, but, it's like the, but it's disproportionately. It's, it's a filibuster of COVID. It is. It's the exact same thing. You've got this minority that's controlling us, that's affecting everything. They're screwing up the whole national debate because 25% of them want to be idiots. Yet when they get sick, they get all the rest of us sick again. No, it's it's actually a great point. It's sort oh. of the perfect kind of kind of like metaphor for what is happening in the U.S. Senate. Is we, we literally have people that represent because in the end, when you look at who these Republican senators are from fucking you know cow states, they represent maybe 30% or so of the country. Yeah. And they're the ones fucking everything up for all the rest yeah. of us. It really aren't demanding even a Swedish, you know, fucking paradise social safety net, although, you know, in most cases I'd like that, but really are just mostly demanding common sense stuff to keep yeah. people healthy and to keep people above the poverty line and to keep people safe from gunfire and allow people to have safe medical procedures and all that. And, you know, I'm so glad yeah. to see this because I've just yeah. fucking had it. Well, so let me uh, just, we're going to talk, this is our big topic today, and then we'll get into some other stuff too. But the, um, just to reiterate, so what Biden did is Biden said, uh, he had executive orders on COVID vaccine mandates that apply a couple different things. One, federal government, federal employees have to be, have to be vac vaccinated, 2.1 million. Um, postal service is not included, but they're included in a second executive order that I'm about to explain. And part of the reason is, I suspect, and this is, again, the bad messaging thing I fault Biden for, all the press, Washington Post, everybody picked up on it and said, oh, my God, Postal Service is exempt. Why? And then the Republican trolls picked it up. Oh, look, they're exempting their own people. And Postal Service is a, it's a quasi-independent corporation that is run by the federal government. And I was Googling this. And like uh, postal workers, they get federal benefits, but I couldn't find anything that actually said they're federal employees because it's an independent corporation that doesn't get tax money and raises its own funds from stamps. So anyway, my guess is legally they probably said, yikes, it's not clear if they're the federal government. But because we already have a second executive order that says businesses of 100 or more employees have to have vaccine mandates and or weekly tests of the employees. 
that's covered by the Postal Service anyway. So I guarantee you inside they said it's an esoteric debate. It doesn't even matter because they're covered by this thing. So anyway, that's the second executive order, right? Or the second rule. Businesses over 100 employees have to have the mandates. Um, health uh, Head Start employees are covered, and apparently it's quite a large number. I don't know if that was the 300,000 or yeah. what. It was, very, it, was, it was large. Well, federal um, employees and everybody who contracts with the federal contracts with the federal government, yeah, which yeah. is oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, millions federal contractors. millions of people. Yep. Yep. So in other words, uh, every federal contractor has to have a policy in place as well. Um, federal employees, any organization that takes Medicare or Medicaid – so any hospitals or whatever that accept patients for Medicare or Medicaid have to have their staff covered. Um, <clears throat> and there was something else I don't recall now. In any case, so it's it the total is about 100 million people, which is about how many we have left. I checked yesterday. We've got 177 million Americans that are – oh, i got to double check now whether that was fully vaccinated or partial. Eh, now I'm forgetting. Um, but in any case, that was about the number that were left. Um, we've got about 75%, as we said last time, of our population that's at least partially vaccinated, maybe 52% adult population that's fully vaccinated. So anyway, that's what Biden did. The media flipped out. Cliff, I was not the media. The, good, the media was good. The Republican media flipped out. And then I'll throw it to you in a second. We can talk about some of the individual sure. Republicans who really flipped and why it matters. But you know, Breitbart, all these fucking lunatics, Gateway Pundit, which are these crazy right-wing sites. But it's tyranny. It's tyrannical. And and fanning Such. the flames of violence, which let me throw that to which you. That we little start, douche and nozzle, talk. Josh Mandel, who, who's running. Well, I wait, need to write wait, a let piece. Me show one yeah, go ahead. Well, and then the, the point we should say after this is why all of what they're doing and all the craziness proves that Biden had to do what he did. So first, let's talk about the crazy shit now they're saying. You, just Josh Mandel. People, tell people who he is since he was one of them. So Josh Mandel is this little fucking twerp um, who um, – <laughs> Little fucking twerp. I mean, he is. He's just – I mean, he comes off – if you watch that video, he's such a fucking twerp. Um, he has the charisma of your average fucking cardboard box. And everything he does is performative and fake. I've actually met him before and spoken to him. He's nothing like that. He just literally has no soul. And doesn't care and will right. sell out anybody. Um, a classic example is a lot of – and this is – I think I'm not just trying to be gratuitously cruel here. I'm trying to point out um, you know, that when you hear Laura Ingram's brother saying she's a Nazi, when you hear Paul Gozar's whole family saying he's an insurrectionist and should go to fucking prison, okay, it, it makes you stop. You're like, wow, their family. This isn't quite his family, but Josh Mandel married into a – you know, he has a Jewish background, which is – embarrassing right. to me um right. married into sort of jewish royalty in cleveland um the ratner family did you ever know ellen ratner uh john yes. from yes yes this, that's it's that family she's from cleveland originally oh, okay um they're a very wealthy uh family that very, huge philanthropists in cleveland they give money to all sorts of charities and they're very liberal and, de and they're democrats right. And she married him. And, you know, when she married him, when he was coming out of Ohio State, he was this moderate Republican who at the time – Ellen didn't marry – Ellen married him or who not did? Ellen. Ellen. I'm sorry. Oh. His wife, who's part of that family, uh, oh, okay. whose name I don't remember. When, you know, they started – whatever. The, what's the second biggest greeting card company in the country? It's like Hallmark's the biggest. Is, is it American? Whatever the second one is, that's what they oh, own. right. Right. Um, and – when, you know, coming out of Ohio State, when he, you know, originally, and when he first ran for, it, it sounds a lot like the story of that asshole in Missouri, where everybody who helped them along the way is in, like, mm -hmm. I didn't, I can't, like, Danforth. Oh, What's Josh his, you know, or who? Yeah, who are like, I can't believe this fucking person became what they became. They completely right. lied. And they, you oh, know, he was somebody Stephonic. who. Stephonic, too. Yeah, Stephonic, right. At the time, 
this was a progressive position like Josh when he was he was in student government at Ohio State and he was very much in favor of civil unions and and benefits for for gay couples for for spe- right. you know, partners of gay you know like stuff like that he was hmm. a moderate Republican just to show what a what a fucking whore he's just he a is. total opportunist then whatever yes. position he thinks is best yeah correct Trump, to get elected Harry Trump. So, so when he ran the last time against Sherrod Brown uh, in 2012, um, his wife's family, including Ellen, took out a full-page ad in the Cleveland Plain Dealer that, like, 15 members of the family signed, saying, "Josh Mandel, we reject his politics. We reject him. You know, uh, and you should vote for Sherrod Brown." Um, In the time since, of course, his wife has now left him because he's a fucking ghoul. And you know, in any case, so. He yeah. he he's done these performative bullshit things like he burnt a mask on camera. I mean, just the stupidest of the fucking stupidest things. Yeah. So he, he did some video last night, you know, where he stopped, you know, just happened to be in a cornfield with a Trump sign. That wasn't planned at all. Right. <laughs> he just was yeah, driving yeah, yeah. by and it was there. La, la, I mean, la. Just, yeah. He's so patently fake that it's it's cringeworthy. And okay. so he um, he stopped in this in this you know this cornfield on this Trump sign and said we do not comply we will not you know all that kind of bullshit we will yeah. not follow and really went right up to the edge of encouraging people to commit acts of violence such that yeah. I think the FBI should be investigating. And, I yeah. mean, again, these are the folks that the Republican Party has now attracted because when you see Donald Trump and you see Ted Cruz and you see the types of people that would sell their mother for power. There's just you know there's nothing. These people don't care about anything, and they certainly don't care about the country. It's all power, and so that's what Mandel did. Um, But you know that was his. His was the most performatively stupid. Um, But Dan Crenshaw, a little performance actor himself, who I wrote about the Daily Beast, sent out a stupid tweet. All these people clearly haven't read Jacobson versus Massachusetts, a 1905 decision where a very at that time conservative Supreme Court um, upheld that vaccines can be required. The number of vaccines you need to get. If you're sending kids to school, uh, to schools is a long fucking list. You want to hear join the mill? Yeah, read it. Chickenpox, diphtheria, hepatitis A and B, meningitis, measles, mumps, polio, pneumonia, rotavirus, rubella, tetanus, whooping cough. And as a preschool teacher just told me for preschool, they got to get flu shots as well. I mean, it's ridiculous, but there's no, there's no screaming and yelling about any of that. Well, have I ever mentioned to you what a carnivorous beast my mom is? She loves steak and burgers, right? We grew up on them. I've never seen her so happy when I sent her Omaha steaks and burgers for Christmas one year. Holidays around the corner, finding the perfect gift is tricky. Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com right now and enter Stephanie in the search bar to order the perfect gift package. For $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees, like the world-famous bacon wrap filet mignons, chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the code Stephanie, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha Steaks burgers free with your order. We've all heard the reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. You'll get eight free burgers when you enter the code Stephanie. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. The keyword is Stephanie, omahasteaks.com. Actually, can I read the, one of the Crenshaw tweets, by the way, since you sure. mentioned Crenshaw before, before we move on to like Kelly Ward. So Crenshaw does a series of tweets. The last one was my favorite in a way because he concludes this series by saying, Joe, you know, Biden, you need to convince people the way we do this is by educating them and convincing them and letting them know that it's important and by winning them over. And you failed in that regard when, of course, it's like, hmm, 
Hmm. Now, Cliff, why why is it that you think Biden failed in convincing Republicans that the virus isn't that you know COVID is dangerous and that vaccines? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I mean, Fox doesn't Dan exist, Cl- and talk radio yeah. doesn't exist, and Republican yeah. lawmakers with tweet Twitter accounts don't exist, yeah. and, and this Donald is where Trump doesn't a liar. exist, and right, and this is where Crenshaw is a liar because he knows better. It's Biden. It's kind of like yeah. oh, it was Obama's fault that he couldn't get bipartisan support for the ACA. They've been pulling this trick, and and the sad thing is they've been pulling this trick. Um, if you go back since 1993, when Bill Clinton won, and and you know, and this is for people that you don't get the historical perspective of this party has been moving in this direction for a long time. Yeah, and I'll never forget because there still were a lot of genuine moderate Republicans mm-hmm. left back then. John back then. Chafee. Well, Packwood. that's what I'm saying. But was Packwood one of ours or one of theirs? Packwood. No, he's one of theirs. He's Mark Field. Yeah. I mean, there were a good 20 Olympia or so Snow. Republican caucus. Yeah, let me just say yep. that were like pretty moderate to liberal. And yet, Jeffers, we right, a lot of them. Yet, we did. And yet, as a yeah. caucus, and a bunch of those people, by the way, we were naming right now, either their progeny like Lincoln Chafee or themselves, yeah. like uh, like James Jeffords, left the Republican Party as it went yeah. crazier and yeah, crazier. Yeah, Senator Chafee but, was but, great, the original. But yeah. they all joined in. And they deserve some blame for that and voted against on mass against Clinton's stimulus in 93. I'll never forget that. Every single one of them. And that is when this sort of this started to partisanize, for lack of a better term. Was it, wait, by the way, wasn't that like a 20? It, it was wasn't it a 20 it was nothing billion, like today. Million? Right. It was like I don't nothing know compared the number, to the. But, yeah, yeah. But the point is, is they made a stimulus bill for an ailing economy, a partisan yeah. issue. Yeah. And that was pushed by Newt Gingrich. We were was, coming you know, out of a big recession, by the way. Yep. And yep. they've done that every time since. And so it's so funny. Yep. What's that that unbelievable douche's name at the National Review? Phil Klein or Philip Klein or whatever. He tweeted out something like, oh, my God, Biden doesn't know what he just unleashed. You know, And I wanted to be like, you're right. What will yeah. they do? Will they impeach him for a 20-year-old land deal that, that yeah. he wasn't involved in, has nothing to do with right now? Will they try to recall him because he's done a better job fighting the, the pandemic than these idiots in Florida and uh, in Texas? Will will they say he wasn't born in America and, and talk right. about death panels for his health care? Yeah. I mean, the problem when you guys have will been they say he and his wife are a murder inc that put right. out hits on everybody for the last 30 right. years? That would be Bill and When Hillary. you've been extremist yeah. fucking nuts that have, yeah. uh, that have called – Democratic presidents, every name you can imagine, and yeah. and and refuse to work with them on virtually anything except for the things that benefit you. Yeah. The last twenty to thirty years, you know, the whole threat. And, and by the way, stormed the White House fucking eight months ago. You know, oh, not the White House, Congress. You know, like <laughs> like it kind of loses. You kind of lose your ability to threaten because you've proven well, there's nothing you won't do to yes. even normal things to our exercise of power that we've rightfully gotten. I will go right. back and I'll kick it to you, John. The, the moment like the, the moment I look back to was Bob Dole, who was theoretically a more reasonable Republican and was when he was in Congress and whatever. But I'll never forget in 92 because Ross Perot ran and Bill Clinton won in a three-way race. And it wasn't right away, congratulations, Mr. President, to Bill Clinton. It wasn't sort of the stuff we'd done. It was Bob Dole's first comment was, I now see myself as representing the forty, you know, the fifty-seven percent majority that right. didn't vote for Bill Clinton because yeah. Bill Clinton couldn't yeah. be legitimate. Neither yeah. could Barack Obama. Nobody could be, and yeah. that's how we've gotten to where we are. Yeah. I mean, a lot else, but now, okay, let me take it back to Crenshaw, and because one of the issues I wanted to sort of raise with this was just how dangerous it is what they're saying. So, Crenshaw's first tweet in this thread, where he concludes by saying. If if only we could figure out, I'm paraphrasing, if only we could figure out why Joe Biden has failed so badly at convincing people to, to get vaccinated, right? Um, his first one 
is and he's responding to just a, a news story saying that Biden has this new mandate, whatever. Are you people trying to start a full on revolt? Honestly, what the hell is wrong with Democrats? Leave people the hell alone. This is insanity. Now, let me dissect this a little. We are one week. We not only had the insurrection, you know, seven, eight months ago, we are one week away from insurrection part two, where the same people are planning a march, you know, on the storming the, the U.S. Capitol again, um, hopefully just the outside, to protest the political prisoners who were arrested for trying to overthrow the government the first time around. They're calling them political yep. prisoners. The Capitol Police are very worried. Everyone's very worried. Now, this could turn into a nothing burger like it often does, you know, where 10 people show up, or it could be the insurrection part two. Crenshaw knows this is happening. He puts out a tweet Basically, okay, now let's go a little deeper here. Are you people trying to start a full-on revolt? In other words, what Biden just did could get people to literally raise arms, you know, raise up in yep. arms. And if they did, Biden caught Biden didn't just cause it. It looks like Biden's trying to force it to happen, which means if people raise up, it's not their fault because Biden obviously caused it and Biden wanted it to happen. Okay. Then leave people the hell alone. Again, it sounds like that's just a regular expression. This is a member of Congress who's a darling of the right-wing media. He is saying that Biden is attacking people. He's attacking regular people. He's, I mean, this is incredibly dangerous. Now, let's look at what Kelly Ward then said. So now you got three people. Kelly Ward is the um, Arizona head of the GOP. I always forget. Did she have a seat like for a year or two in the Senate? Um, Wasn't she the one that had McCain seat or something for a year? No, that was McSally who kept getting appointed. Oh, McSally. I'm sorry. How do we Ward, know did, Kelly Ward, Ward did run? Lost? Well, she's a crazy person. She ran yeah. um, and and lost, but then she took over the Arizona Republican Party and turned it into a fucking nut house. Yes, yes. I just sent you a tweet that she sent me, Cliff, because I want you to see the image to see how offensive this is. So Kelly Ward, the head of the Arizona Republican Party, writes, "I'm sure they are already coming for me." I love that too. I, and uh, Ruben Gallego from Arizona responded, with, "Kelly." You're just not that important. Nobody's coming <laughs> for you. But I'm sure they're already coming I'm just, I, I feel like me. I need to so say I'll every show, this... when you just, and I'll let you continue, yeah. but when you when we mention the name Ruben Ga yeah. Gallego, that is who I want to challenge Kirsten Cinema. To hear the rest of this episode, become a premium subscriber to the Unprecedented Podcast by going to patreon.com slash unprecedentedpodcast. And with a $5 a month or more subscription, you not only support the show, but you get access to this episode and all of our premium episodes, including all of our great guests. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate your support.